Welcome to the Bobcast. We are back for episode two. That's right, two weeks in a row, people. We are here. Another great week in fantasy. Another great week in NFL. Uh, we will go through the NFL games, go through our matchups. We got another Screw You Brad segment and look towards next week. We got a good episode here, so stay tuned. Thanks for joining and let's uh, recap the NFL. time what a week three we had starting with the thursday night game panthers versus texans panthers surprisingly undefeated going to houston as they go up gets the mills mafia well guess what that long neck couldn't get it done even with chris christian mccaffrey getting down the texas Texans stink and still won't start Deshaun Watson. Panthers take this one 24-9 to move to 3-0. Next, the Washington football team thought they had a defense at the beginning of the year. Well, guess what? They don't. They stink as they get tromped on by the by the Bills. That was a stampede. 43-21. to Washington couldn't stop a nosebleed in that one. Even though Heineke still pulled out 21 points, he was scrambling and throwing for his life. The Bills moved to 2-1. and one. Washington football team to 1-2. and two. Next, Browns-Bears. Justin Fields was excited to start, and that's about all the joy he had in that game. He spent most of the time on the ground as the Bears were pathetic on offense. 87 total yards. Just an absolute disaster. Justin Fields sacked six times as the Browns take this one 26-6. Next, Ravens-Lions. It was a wild back and forth. These Lions might have been might not have a win, but boy, are they feisty. They love eating those kneecaps. It was a back-and-forth game as the Ravens take over with under a minute left. A long pass by good old Lamar Jackson sets up for a 66-yard field goal to Justin Tucker, an NFL record that just narrowly made it of the crossbars on a, mat, on a bounce crushing Lions fans once again. Man, it must stink to be a Lions fan. But the Ravens win, moving to 2-1, and 19-17. Next, Colts, Titans. Oh, good old Wentz on two sprained ankles, and he looked every bit of it. He was all over the place, still managing to get a couple points here and there, but the Titans were able to pull away with this one. Tannehill, three TDs, 197 yards, as they win 25-16. Chargers, Chiefs. Chiefs look like the invincible team starting the year, and that doesn't seem to be it. The Chargers went back and forth with them all the way, eventually pulling away in the end. Justin Herbert, 281 yards, 4 TDs. Talk about the real deal. Out-dueling a subpar Mahomes game as the Chargers win 30-24. to Chargers 2-1, leading division uh, second in the division, and the Chiefs now one and two. Next, Saints Patriots. Oh, the Patriots thought Max Jones was the answer. Not so fast, my friends. It was a horrid showing on offense as the Patriots just stumbled around. The Saints, meanwhile, good old Saints, were throwing the ball everywhere and take this one 28 to 13. 
Falcons Giants don't want to say much about this stinker but the Falcons won their first game 17 to 14 the Giants are terrible next Bengals Steelers Big Ben done I am saying it now that was awful he could barely throw the ball more than four yards even though he did have one TD it was awful the offensive line is terrible and they cannot run the ball the Bengals taking this one 24 to 10 moving to two a surprise two and one facing Thursday night game against the Jags next Jaguars and Cardinals Jaguars had a moment of hope with a kick six to end the half but that was about it as they took the lead there as the Cardinals came storming back Kyler Murray 316 yards and was able to pull this one out 31 to 19 Broncos defense was suffocating to Jets oh man the Jets are just as bad as advertised but the Broncos moved to three a surprising three and oh although they have yet to play a winning team yet 26 to nothing Raiders Dolphins Dolphins came back fighting after learning their quarterback will be out multiple weeks the Raiders are continue their march through to stay undefeated. Derek Carr continues his MP, MVP level that will be sure to drop off sometime. 386 yards and two TDs. The Raiders pull it out at the very end thanks to our good friend Hunter Renfro. Third down machine able to come in clutch. The Raiders win 31-28. Bucks Rams. This was a... Absolute great game, a back and forth of offenses. Tom Brady still a big game, 432 yards, one TD as Gronk even went down, getting smashed up the middle. Stafford looks like the MVP this year and is at home now that he's not on the Lions. Go figure. The Rams win 34-24 in a, in a matchup we hope to see in the postseason. Next, we have Viking Seahawks. The Seahawks are once again bro broken as Russ can't cook. As Kirk Cousins continues his march on, defying all odds, 323 yards, three TDs. Vikings win this one 30-17 for their first win of the year after narrowly losing the first two. Next, we have our Sunday night thriller. Packers 49ers was back and forth. 49ers thought they had this thing won with 40 seconds left. Oh, you left you left at Aaron Rodgers with way too much time. He starts the drive for the winning field goal as the Packers take this one from the 49ers 30 to 28 as both teams move to 2 and 1. Finally, we have the poop fest of the Cowboys versus Eagles. The Eagles are who we thought they were. They are terrible. And the Cowboys march through looking like actually a legit team for the first time in a long time. Cowboys win 41 to 21. What a great weekend of football it was. Let's see how our fantasy matchups ended up. Alright, let's recap last week's fantasy in matchups in the Naptown Bowl. And we start out Dante's Inform Inferno versus the Lambo Leapers in a low scoring affair. Lambo Leapers take this one 101 to 91 behind just Joe Burrow with 24 points finally recovering after the first two weeks not being too great. 
Also, we had Keenan Allen on that explosion on Kansas City with 15 points. And Najee Harris, even though it's not many uh, yards per carry, still had 21 points with 102 rushing yards. It was outside of that, there wasn't much on on Cave side outside of the kicker getting 13 points. Meanwhile, Dante's Inferno tried to ride Justin Herbert with 38 points through, but it just wasn't enough. Aaron Jones with 16 points and his kicker with 16 points were his high scores for the week. Again, Lambo Leapers take this one and move to 2 and 1, 101 to 91. Next we go. Pitts King Punters versus the Wunchen Future King. And man, this week the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not answer the Pigs Skin Punters. Once in Future King gets his first win, 115 to 89. Tom Brady still had 30 points. Chris Godwin till at 16, and Derrick Henry with another 17. But outside of that, we were all in single digits on pigskin cut punters, with Tampa Bay's defense this week getting zero points. Meanwhile, on the other side, trying to ride the back of Daniel Jones at quarterback with 16 points, but it didn't matter as Devontae Adams pulled in a 25-pointer. Brandon Cooks coming out with Houston as their only receiver with 16 points, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with a nice recovery game, another 15. Uh, Matt Matheson was the big one, though, taking over for Cooks on Minnesota as Cooks was injured with 20 points, 112 rush yards, in that game and that was that was again 115 to 89 as both teams now sit at one and two next we go big football guy versus the washington fantasy team at the beginning of the day it looked like washington fantasy team was going to be high score of the week but that faded quickly but washington fantasy team pulled it out for their first win behind Dak prescott 26 points Gibson finally having a game with 73 rushing yards and a TD at 16 points. And Saquon Barkley bringing up the touches for this week with another 51 yards at 18 points. On the other side, with big football guy, Kyler Murray did not have the game he had last week with only 19 points. And Mark Andrews being the next highest scorer at 13, although Cleveland's defense did have 16 points. But it was a low-scoring affair for a big football guy as Washington Fantasy Team wins 105-84. Next, we have Bryson Royds versus Strothman trying to take down the undefeated Strothman. Bryson's Royds pulled out in the end with a big Monday night game from Zeke Elliott with 25 points. Another 22 points from the from Jackson and 19 points from DK Metcalf were just enough as Adam Thielen once again is Mr. Consistent at 14 points which he seems to get every week. Meanwhile on the other side Ann Rodgers only pulling in 22 points this week. Needed a big game from him to pull that out. Arizona's defense was the winner with 21 points but and Justin Tucker with the record yard field goal put in another 17 but the rest of the team was not able to carry their weight. Bryson's Royds 122, Strothman 107 as both teams sit at 2 and 1. Next we had the juggernaut Robert Keating the fourth against Matt's majestic team. Robert Keating the fourth once again getting high score of the week 155 to 132. 
Matt's Majestic team put up a valiant effort. 132 would have won pretty much every other matchup. But Robert Keating IV continues dominance in this league. Matt Stafford with 37 points. Cooper Cup, his favorite target, the Breakfast Buddies. That's right, they have breakfast every morning in the Rams facility. 26 points. Kamara with a big game, 19 points. And then 29 points from the emergence of Mike Williams. 122 receiving yards and two TDs. That was... That was enough as Bass, the kicker, also got 14. As Paul Juggernaut continues to roll, he, he doesn't even have enough room for all his receivers as Claypole pulled in another 14 points on his bench. And Chase, Jamar Chase, who was just trolling everyone, had another 20 points on the bench. Man, does Robert Keating IV look good right now. And finally, we go to I watched a football game versus CMC will be with me. It didn't help Caffrey getting hurt at the very beginning of the game, only bringing in five points for CMC will be with me. As I watched a football game wins 127-296. Kirk Cousins pulled in 31 points on for CMC will be with me. Kelsey with another 13, but single digits most of the way through. Meanwhile, on the other end, Mahomes, even with the bad game, still had 30 points. Robinson getting them, getting carries now that Etienne is out for the year. 22 points. And Austin Eckler with 19 points. That was the big carriers. New Orleans feasting on Mac Jones. Got another 20 points on top of that for this win, 127-96. to As I watch a football game moves to 3-0 and CMC with me. At 0-3, what a surprise this season. Now, let's go look at the standings. All right, let's run through them. We start out with the first two undefeated teams. Robert Keating IV blowing everyone away at 449 points for. Unbelievable. That is just wrecking people right there. Sitting at 3-1, 3-0, at the number one spot. I watched the football game at number two, 3-0 with 355 points. Followed by number three, Bryson's Roids, coming in with two nice weeks at two and one and 356 points. Followed by number four, Lambo Leapers at two and one with 400 or 345 points. And then we follow the last two and one team, Strothman with 327 points. At number six, we start our one and two teams, which is a nice little cluster there. Pigskin Punters with 356 points. Matt's Majestic Team with 346 points at seven. Big Football Guy at 319 points at uh, at eight in the last playoff spot. Followed by number nine, the Once and Future King, one and two with 300 points. And 10 at Washington Fantasy Football Team. 293 points and at 11 Dante's Inferno 1 and 2 with 279 points finally we have at number 12 0 and 3 CMC will be with me oh my gosh Brad what a fall right now looking to big time recover and bounce back with 339 points which is higher than most people above him it's just pulling out those wins and having bad matchups. It should set up a great week four for our fantasy football team. But before that, let's get to screw you, Brad.
All right, it's time for our favorite segment, Screw You Brad. And this week we are going international. That's right. It's time for our F1 racing update. I know many of you love some F1, and boy, do if you haven't been following, it has been one heck of a season so far as Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton are locked into an absolute battle for the championship this year, going back and forth, making each other crash, all the way going back to even last race at the Italian Grand Prix, where Nexer Sappin's car ended up on Lewis Hamilton's head. They are willing to crash rather than give the other person points. And that's where we start off with the Russian Grand Prix, where we the qualifying came through. McLaren, a big week at the Italian Grand Prix where Daniel Ricciardo came in first, followed by Lewis Hamilton. They were riding high and it looked like they were about to have another big weekend with with, uh, Lando getting the pole position for this race. And he held it throughout almost the entire race, going going all the way until the final six laps where rain came on the track. Every other driver came off to get their rain tires on, but Lando wanted to push through and push through on his current tires, and it was the wrong decision. The team wanted him to come in. He said no, he could do it, but he was flying everywhere. He was on ice skates as he slid off of every corner. Finally, having to give up and go in to get his rain tires on, losing the first position. Lewis Hamilton then takes over to win the race at one. Poor Lando was all the way down in seventh and was very distraught. It was the final three laps where he had to finally pull off and give up, and that was it for him. We had Lewis Hamilton finish first, Max Verstappen at two, Carlos Sykes at three with Ferrari, Daniel Ricciardo at four with McLaren, and Botas at five with Mercedes. It was kind. Of, it was even more crazy as Max Verstappen had to start at twentieth, very last in the field at to start the race. Went all the way to number two. That was due to a penalty from the Italian Grand Prix and a changing of the power unit, which also drops you back after qualifying. But Max works his way all the way back to minimize damage. It felt like a whim for Team Red Bull as he was able to limit Lewis Hamilton's points. Uh, Even though Lewis Hamilton was able to pull ahead, he's only two points up in the driver's standings. Lewis Hamilton sits at 246.5, while Verstappen is at 244.5. As we close the season, this is going to be a heated, heated matchup. I am sure these two will crash each other a couple other times just because it has just gotten to that point. They blame the other person. They do not take fault in what they're doing, and it is going to be an absolute battle. Daniel Ricciardo continues to rebound after a slow start with McLaren to start the year. Of course, he won last week, which was absolutely incredible and thrilling. He has he came up for fourth, getting saving points for McLaren in this race. He is actually third overall this year in overtakes, meaning he when, he might not qualify well, but when it gets to racing, he's able to hold guys off and he's over 
he is able to overtake him fairly quickly. He is a very good racer, and it looks like he's found his own and knows his car, which is exciting for the end of the year and exciting for McLaren as they are pushing for number three in the Constructors' Cup, uh, which is a big financial bonus as McLaren looks to compete with Mercedes and Red Bull here in the next couple years. Right now in the Constructors' Cup, Mercedes sits at number one with 397.5 points, Red Bull at number two with 300. 64.5 points and then McLaren at number three quite a bit behind at 234 points but they are quickly followed by Ferrari at number four at 216.5 points so it's really McLaren and Ferrari battling out for that third position of the midfield while Mercedes and Red Bull continue to fight and Lewis and Verstappen look like they are in for quite a finish. We have a number of great races coming up, including here in October as they make their way to the United States for the Austin Grand Prix. We will have plenty more up F1 updates as we go along, but as we close out this season, during football season, it'll be exciting to start on a Sunday morning with an F1 race, followed by some red zone at one. So, with that said, let's move on to next week's matchups and fantasy. Alright, we are at week four in our fantasy matchups. This is a big week for a number of people as they try not to fall too far behind. So, I will get this over with from the very top. Bryson's Royce versus Robert Keating IV. It looks like Paul is the comeback story this year. As he looks just an absolute juggernaut. As points just keep flowing in, I don't think I even have a chance in this one. This might be one of those where I have to look to next week and just get through this one. Right now, Paul has Cincinnati's defense against Jacksonville. Uh, our good friend Trevor Lawrence has not thrown a pick yet, but we got to figure that's coming. They already have 11 points because they sacked him. Um, so that's going well. Uh, but yeah, Matthew Stafford against Arizona. And Cooper Cup, that they just look unstoppable right now. Uh, Tyler Lockett might not be as much against San Francisco, uh, just because it is a tough San Francisco defense, and it looks like with the problems that the Seahawks do have, that that offense might be stalling out against a good defense like that. As Josh Jacobs continues on IR, Chase Edmonds will fill the role, and he looks to be solid. Uh, which is mo more than most people can say about their number one running backs at this point. Uh, but yeah, Mike Williams going against Las Vegas. He has scored a touchdown in every game so far. Uh, he looks like to be Justin Herbert's favorite target now and is having a career year. So on my side, Lamar Jackson against Denver. Don't see that going well. Denver's defense is very good, even though their offense is bad. <laughs> That doesn't look like many points. DK Metcalf is going to have the same problems as Lockett has against San Francisco. Mike Evans against New England is intriguing, but with Mike Evans, you just never know what he's going to pull out of his hat. He could get a two points or he could have 25, but we will see. He is going to be the primary cover uh, for that game, so it looks like he might not be getting uh, as many points this week. 
Zeke Elliott got the majority of the carries last week. We'll see if that continues as that as they continue to say out of Dallas, it is a two running back system. So I don't see much coming there. I'm not going to go into Singletary because who knows what my running back two is. Uh, but Thielen looks like he'll probably just get 14 points, but it's just not going to be enough for Robert Keating the fourth and Paul's team. Paul, you got this one. Good luck as you continue to march through the regular season. Maybe someone can catch you in the postseason, but it looks very unlikely right now. Next, we have, I watched a football game once versus Strothman, Avery versus Adam. Both have players playing right now. I'm recording this. It's about 8.45, so that game is going on. We have Joe Mixon and Justin Robinson, uh, the two running backs going against one of the two RB1s. Uh, So far, it's not going great for either of them, uh, but that could change very quickly. We're still in the first quarter. Uh, but the projected points are, this is going to be a close one is 123 for I watch a football game, 124 for Strothman and Rogers against Pitt. Uh, they have a good defense, but with TJ Watt out, they just look completely different. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers thing. Tyree Kill against Philadelphia's poorest defense. You know how that's going to go. Calvin Ridley against Washington's poorest secondary I think he's going to have big points. Uh, Leonard Fredette has been on and off this year. It's hard to tell exactly what's going on down there in Tampa Bay, uh, but he goes against New England, so maybe not as much there. Logan Thomas is against Atlanta, though. That's a favorable matchup as Atlanta's defense is not good. And then Debo Samuel against Seattle's defense, which isn't very good either. Uh, meanwhile, on the other end, Patrick Mahomes against Philadelphia. That is going. To, that could be a 40-point game for him. Uh and Jones against the Jets, that will be a big game. Oh, wow, there's there are a lot of great matchups here uh, going going through. Austin Eckler against Las Vegas. Las Vegas is still hard to figure out, so I don't know how that's going to go. But I feel like Strothman is going to win this one. Avery is going to fall to 3-1. and one. Strothman to 3-1. and one. Uh, Not an upset pick, but it looks like uh, I'm going to go with Strothman for the win here. Next, CMC will be with me versus the once and future king. This is a massive game for th- CMC will be with me at 0-3. It is, it, 0-4, it is going to be tough to dig out of that hole. He need, Brad, you need a win here uh, with good old Kirk Cousins going against Cleveland. He is, continues to surprise everyone as the, one of the more solid quarterbacks out there. Um, but Emmanuel Sanders, the start this week after the big game last week, hoping that he's moved up from uh, wide receiver three and will get more looks. Uh, Chuba Hubbard taking over for uh, Christian McCaffrey as always having that backup for your main guy is very good to have. Uh, hopefully he can have a big game. He's projected 13 points. We'll see. Uh, it wasn't that pretty for him last week, but he was kind of thrown in there, so hopefully he can do something. Chris Carson against San Francisco's front, that's going to be a tough one. I think that that is going to be a tough matchup overall. Kelsey will have a million points against Philadelphia, and uh, yeah, Davis, that's another weird one where Davis seems to not be as productive. Cordell Patterson, uh, it looks like he's the wide receiver, running back, whatever he is. Uh, his continues in his it, 
feels like forever to just run by dudes. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Meanwhile, on the other side, once some future king continues his quarterback merry-go-round with starting good old Tyler Hineke. Let's go with projected 21 points against Atlanta. It's against Atlanta. Hineke does put up numbers, even though he looks like an absolute spaz back there. Uh, Devontae Adams against Pitt. Um, that, that'll be interesting. It's hard to know how that goes. Braylon Cooks against Buffalo. Don't see much happening there. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against Philadelphia. He'll get a billion points. Uh, Dalvin Cook is back against Cleveland. He always gets a number of touches. We'll see how healthy he is uh, going forward. Uh, but yeah, I am actually going to give it to the once and future king. Sorry, Brad. I think you fall to 0-4. Uh, not having the numbers of Christian McCaffrey is not helping this week. Uh, it just looks like a bunch of tough mat- matchups. Uh, maybe Kelsey will, those million points will be more than a million points of uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and you can win this one. But I'm going once in future King to win this game. Next, big football guy versus Matt's majestic team. Kansas State versus Kansas State. Right now it's projected Matt's majestic's team 116, big football guy 115. On one end, we got Jalen Hurts who's been all right. He can consistently go up at the 20s. Uh, he'll, we'll see Kansas City's defense is not that good. I don't see Philadelphia scoring many points this season, but he could probably rack up the yards. Justin Jefferson continues to be uh, targeted quite a bit uh, against Cleveland. I think he will still have a decent game. Uh, Antonio Brown, he is back from COVID list going against New England. Uh, We'll see which Tampa Bay receiver is the favorite for Tom Brady. Antonio Brown, remember, was cut by New England, so that's a little bit of a revenge game for him. Uh, Swift going against Chicago. Chicago's defense is good, but they just look like to give up when you got an offense uh, on the other end that just sucks. So he could have a big game as well. And, of course, Kittle against Seattle. I think Kittle is actually going to have a big game. He always steps up against Seattle. I think that'll be uh, big for him. Meanwhile, on the other hand, we got Murray trying to have a bounce-back game. Uh, Even though they won, he wasn't in himself against the Rams. I don't see him getting to 26 points against the Rams. Uh, The Rams' defense is really good. Uh, I don't. Arizona's had a good offense this year, but I just don't think they uh, they're going to be able. They're going to be outmanned on the Ram by the Rams' defense. Diggs versus Houston. That'll be a big game. I expect huge numbers out of him. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he's a little bit banged up. It's been a mismatch of how many carries he gets. He's going against Miami, so hopefully Miami. Uh, they do let Ports be scored on him, so he could probably break out. Pollard, again, it goes back to Dallas of who's going to get the most touches this week. It could be Pollard. It could be a big week, or he will take a backseat to Zeke once again. Uh, for this one, I'm going match Majestic team. He had a great week last week, just got pummeled by uh, uh, the juggernaut of Paul. I think match Majestic team has a bounce back to move to 2-2. Two and two. Big football guy moves to 1-3. and three. Next, we go Dante's Inferno versus Washington football oh, fantasy fantasy football team. A man, fantasy football team with a win, but they need points. Right now, they're projected at 131, which is the highest projection, uh, one of the highest projections we have so far. Dante's Inferno at 120 points. He need, Dante's Inferno, you need points scored, especially when it comes to where we're going to be locked up for these final playoff spots. 
Justin Herbert going against Las Vegas. I expect a monster game out of him, especially going against a division rival. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins gets the Rams. Don't love that one. Don't see much. DeAndre Hopkins has not had a great year so far. Uh, so I don't see much coming in. He's a little bit banged up. So uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, Pittman, uh, when you have a quarterback throwing to you on two sprained ankles, uh, who knows? He's had some decent weeks here in the last couple weeks. We'll see if that continues. And Aaron Jones is always going to light it up uh, in Green Bay. Uh, I think even against a pit defense, he will find the end zone at least once. Uh, Miles Sanders, uh, that's a tough one, especially when Nick Sirianni gives, only gives him the ball two times. He says, Nick Sirianni says he's going to give it to Miles Sanders more, but this Mike Sirianni, the Eagles coach, looks like a complete bumbling idiot. So I do have no trust in him. And Miles Sanders, yeah, that's not a good one. Uh, Knox was a great pickup at tight end. He could have a big game. Uh, meanwhile, on the other hand, Dak continues to roll against Carolina. I think that will be a big number game. Odell Beckham came out very nicely last week, had a number of targets. Minnesota's defense isn't that great. He could have a big game because I think Baker really liked him and looks like Odell Beckham might be back in form. Gibson going against a porous Atlanta defense, I think has a big game. Uh, Barkley against New Orleans, I don't know. He was able to run against Atlanta. Can he do it against New Orleans, especially when he's losing his offensive line, uh, <laughs> at least two offensive linemen a game? It's going to get a lot harder for him to get off the line of scrimmage. But I will go Washington football team winning this one against Dante's Inferno, meaning Washington football team to two and two and Dante's Inferno to one and three. Finally, you have the big pigskin punters versus the Lambo leapers. A lot riding with Tom Brady's return to New England. Tom Brady is going to have a massive game. He is projected right now at 28 points. I think that will be in the 30s. Right now, the projections is Lambo Leapers 22 point, 122 points, Pigskin Punters 119, another close one. Uh, Godwin, again, you just never know which Tampa Bay receiver is going to break out. Uh, Jarek Henry continues to roll, and the Jets aren't going to stop him, so I expect a big game out of him. Uh, Montgomery, that's a tough one just because Chicago's offense sucks, so I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, meanwhile, Lambo Leapers, will, Joe Burrow playing right now, uh, has 2.96 points as the first winds down. Uh, we'll see if he can get a couple touchdowns going uh, against this Jackson's de Jacksonville defense. Um, but right now, it seems to be a slow start. Uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, it, Dallas is once again kind of like Tampa Bay. You never know which receiver is going to get the ball that game. Uh, it is it's against Carolina, so we're not sure about that team, about that defense. This is a big tester for Carolina. Uh, C.D. Lamb is a bit iffy for me. Keenan Allen versus Las Vegas, I think he's going to step up. I think that uh, Chargers offense is going to be rolling, so I expect big things out of him. Nick Chubb has been all right this year going against Minnesota, who has given up the most rushing points in fantasy, so Chubb will have a big game. Najee is putting up points going against Green Bay. Uh, maybe a little less this one. Green Bay is a good defense, uh, so Najee, not, maybe not as much. Uh, TJ Hawkinson has had a def decent year, again, going against a Chicago defense that looks a little defeated. Uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, good luck with that when you have butter hands uh, as your flex spot. Don't trust that guy. Uh, but 
I think I am I am going with Pigskin Punters, my Bobby's upset of the week, just because I think the Tampa Bay team is going to blow New England out. Tom Brady is on a mission, and I think those Tampa Bay guys will put up numbers. It'll be interesting to see if Gronk is playing. Uh, he got wrecked in that Rams game, uh, but I think Tampa Bay, this is a big Tampa Bay game, and they pull this one out. So, we got a big week ahead of us of football. It should be a good one again. People just hanging on for their dear lives, trying to make it through. Uh, and we'll see how this goes. Thanks, you guys, for listening to the Bobcast. And we will see you soon. Happy fantasy watching and peace out.